Now I have to wait for the fucking train to go by. Oh my god, this train is so dramatic. I wish I didn't live near a train, but I do, and it's quite a fucking zoo. Hello. What is up, my guy? Hello. Oh, I'm totally cool. Totes my goats. Wow, I haven't said that one since the ninth grade. I didn't like that at all. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, how's it going? What have you been up to this week? Today I went on a plane ride, and my brother flew the plane. Oh, we trust our siblings to fly planes now. I guess we do. Yeah, my brother the other day was like, hey, I'm, I'm going to go take a flight lesson and fly a plane. And I was like, why? And he said, because he always wanted to ever since he was a kid. And he asked me if I wanted to go with him. And at first I was like, I don't know. And then this morning I said, fuck it, I'll go. And I went with him and it was very cool. Scary, but very cool. You know, I feel like everybody's been asking me that. You're a trusting soul. Yeah. You must be very trusting. Listen, the way I see it, either was a really good story or Justin and I could haunt people. That's fair. That was it. Y'all still would bring a good vibe (laughs) even if you were dead, so. I was pretty chill and I think it was just because the instructor was chill about it, which obviously he has to be because it wouldn't be good to have an instructor that was fearful of you flying the plane if that is the whole purpose of what he's supposed to do but justin said that he was shitting himself because the way that uh the controls worked it was kind of similar to driver's ed car where they have brakes and they have all full control on their side as well but um I guess there's either a switch or I don't know if he just, like, doesn't touch the controls, but he said, like, okay, I'm handing it over to you. And Justin was, he, he by himself took off. Like, the guy wasn't touching any of the And you trusted him. I, (laughs) I would have been sobbing in the back. I mean, I hate planes, but. Oh my God, it was so cool. I kind of want to do it myself, but I also don't trust myself. (laughs) Well, have fun having a different witness that's not me, because I love you to death, but I don't trust you like that. Apparently, you don't love me enough. I love you plenty. You don't love me or trust me enough. I have a thing called anxiety, and sometimes I get nervous on airplanes. (laughs) I don't even trust trained pilots. (laughs) That's so funny. But it sounds like you had a lot of fun. That's exciting. I'm happy for you. Well, this is a long-winded way of welcoming you to the show. Hello, I am Jenny. Hi, I'm Bree, and you're listening to The Disputes of Hippie Chicken Metalhead. The Definitely not the Disney Channel. <laughs> Did I do that? It's the same intro. It's the same fucking intro. Whatever, they'll never know. I tried to apply to Disney, and then I realized that I probably could never get a job with them, considering how um, this podcast alone wouldn't let me onto any of their positions. Who runs it? Walt Disney, do you want a guest host on our podcast? Yes, I know. He's dead. 
But like he's frozen, he don't back, you know? Yeah, it, you know he's frozen. When and if he comes back to life, do you want to be on our alliance? Do you want to co-host our podcast? <laughs> okay. Anyway, so let's get rolling to the conspiracy series. And today we are talking about a interesting one. I always say interesting, but it's interesting to say the least. Um, I sent Brie hints today. We do not have any quirky responses to them via text because we were on FaceTime while I sent them. But if you would like to look at those pictures as well, you can go onto our Instagram at hcxmhpod and take a gander at what I sent. Um, so let's just go ahead and dive into these hints. The first hint that we have here is the British flag correct it is indeed the british flag and i'm glad that you didn't get that wrong i'm so glad i didn't get it wrong as soon as it left my mouth i was like wait a second what if i'm wrong there are just so many things like i have not actively learned history in a while so i could be wrong about any historical fact that comes out of my mouth or any geographical fact that comes out of my mouth so i'm glad that i know the english flag the second hint is a claims form. Claims for what? We don't know. What the fuck is the British hiding? I don't know. It just says claims. And the third hint, the most iconic couple of all time. Yes, it is Rose and Jack. How is that the most iconic couple? She let him die. I don't know. I was hoping... I was hoping that by the end of my sentence, I would come up with a funnier mm. thing to end that with. I was going to come up with a different couple that was, like, iconic. I hate myself. Anyway, so, <laughs> uh, Rose and Jack yeah. on the Titanic. So, what could these three hints have to do with each other? I think it's pretty damn obvious, but I guess not. Sure. Yeah, it's so obvious. I can't believe you give me such obvious hints. Well, obviously, we're going to be talking about the Titanic. Okay, you know what? You never know. We could have been talking about Leonardo DiCaprio, who has a lot of conspiracies about him. Oh, shit. You're right. You you are right. But then what the British have to do with it? Or claims? What are the claims that the British are making? I don't know. He ceases to amaze me. He always has surprises. Yeah, he's a very talented man. Well, go ahead. I have no guesses. Well, you know what? I don't care. I would like you to make a guess. Oh, God. Here we go. Here we go. Well, obviously, you spoiled it. It has something to do with the Titanic. Yeah, but you don't know what. I think that the British caused the Titanic to sink... And they were supposed to be held liable for it, but they covered it up. Bum, bum, bum. Because there are a lot of different conspiracies about the Titanic and why it sunk. So it could be. That's what I'm thinking. I think that that was a pretty decent guess. Well, what is it then? I'm excited to talk about this one today because it is one of my favorite conspiracies. And it is the theory that the RMS Titanic... Did not sink. I'm sorry? Oh, I'm sorry. Repeat that? It did not sink. The fuck you mean it didn't sink? 
Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I am not saying that this tragedy did not happen. That would be very disrespectful to the 1,500 people who perished that night. But rather, this was not the Titanic that sunk. And White Star Line, the Oceanic Steam Navigation Company who owned the ship, sank it to reap insurance money. But it wasn't the Titanic. And we're going to talk about that in a second. Okay. First, I'm sure most people know about the Titanic sinking, whether or not it's from history, history class or from the lovely movie. Or you could be like some people that, for those who may not know or are just now realizing that, yes, the Titanic was a real ship and it did sink. Here's a little background for you. The Titanic is a luxury steamship. And it was set to make its maiden voyage on April 14th, 1912, with 2,240 passengers aboard. Just barely making one day into this voyage, the vessel sideswiped a iceberg off the coast of Newfoundland in North Atlantic and sank. This tragedy was so shocking to the British as there were such high hopes for the ship. One employee of the White Star Line was quoted saying, Not even God himself could sink this ship. Don't you wish you could take those words back? Little cocky now, aren't we? <laughs> That's the ultimate jinx. Like, imagine, imagine feeling the way that guy did after everything. <laughs> if he survived it. <laughs> like, Im just Im if you Oh, shit, you're right. If you ever think you drink something, just remember. Just remember that guy. What if he didn't get on it? That's... <gasps> Ooh, maybe. <sighs> Did he know? Did he know? Who knows? Who knows? So, we got some important things that we need to know here. White Star Line had three nearly identical sister ships. The Olympic, the Britannic, and Titanic. Hmm. Olympic was not creating as much revenue as White Star had hoped as it had many electrical problems from the start and sustained injury that left it in rough shape. On September 20th, 1911, when it was set on its maiden voyage, the Olympic left Southampton carrying 1,300 uh, passengers. After an hour and 20 minutes into its voyage, the Olympic came upon the HMS Hawk, a Royal Navy cruiser traveling in the opposite direction. The captain of the Hawk wasn't expecting the bulky ship's wide swing to starbound, or also known as right. And when it made that turn, since Hawk was smaller, the vessel was drawn in by a suction from the larger ship's propellers. As a result, the Hawk slammed into the side of Olympic, creating two massive holes in the metal hull. It caused major damage that was expensive to repair, which came out of White Star's pockets as the Olympic wasn't very much insured. Instead of struggling after this, a lucrative option is to get a payout from an insurance company in the form of a scam. Olympic wasn't insured. 
but you know who was? Titanic? I know it. It's Titanic, isn't it? It's the brand spanking new Titanic Oof. who was made to set on her maiden voyage in 1912. They gonna get that insurance policy. In theory, all the company had to do was do a quick switcheroo and come up with a plan. No one would notice since they were extremely similar, so all that needed to be done is adding a nameplate that said Titanic instead of Olympic. Hmm. According to the conspiracy theory, this plan was to make it seem that it was an accident that caused the ship to sink, get all the passengers off the ship, and onto a neighboring one that would be passing by at the time, the SS California. Mm -hmm. Then they could claim the money without bloodshed, without guilt. But as we know, many people lost their lives that night, and the SS California did not respond to the vessel's distress signals. There wasn't enough lifeboats for all the passengers. So why did they let everybody die? From the research that I found, I don't truly understand why, whether or not it is the Titanic or this conspiracy, the shortage of lifeboats just doesn't really seem to make sense because it's not that there wasn't enough space. There was definitely enough space. I, I think there was only like 30-something lifeboats and it could have fit a lot more. Nor did it seem like it was due to money issues because they already put a significant amount of money into the Titanic and they had the money to have these boats. They weren't expensive. It seems that it was mainly due to outdated safety practices. Mm. And if it was this theory, could it have been that maybe they didn't think they needed as many lifeboats because the plan would have had the SS California would be close enough to arrive right around the start of sinking. So they, they think, you know, people could just jump out and swim. It was freezing. Again, I don't know either way whether or not it's this conspiracy or not. They done fucked up. Yeah, apparently they didn't plan enough. If you're gonna get an insurance policy, you gotta do all that planning. You can't just sit back and watch it happen. Yeah, and so instead of being able to receive this insurance money, White Star Line had to pay out millions in compensation claims for the lost lives and destruction they caused. Mm -hmm. So it really did not go the way they wanted. Yeah, it actually went the exact opposite way they wanted. Hypothetically, if this conspiracy was true. Of course. You always have to say that, right? At first glance, this conspiracy seems to have no legs to stand on, but theorists point to a few facts surrounding the Titanic. A small piece of evidence is that there is footage used in many Titanic documentaries where people are jam-packed on the boat waving, but this is actually the Olympic, and it's just proof of how easily you can mistake in the two for each other. And I have a document that's just labeled Titanic, and I have a couple of photos so that you can see how similar they are. All right, I'm looking. What am I looking at? So the first one is a picture of Titanic and Olympic next to each other. Olympic is the one on the left. Okay. This is a front view of it, so you don't really see its sides. You can si kind of see Titanic side a little bit with the iconic um, pipes. Mm -hmm. And then it's the same thing 
and it's more of a frontward view of Olympic. Right. And then the next photo is a side-by-side comparison of Olympic and Titanic. And you can see they're very, very similar. They are very, very similar. Do they hold the same amount of passengers? Um, about, yes. Okay. Now, uh, in the maiden voyage of Olympic, Olympic was only holding 1,300, and then when Titanic did its maiden voyage, it had 2,500. Still no excuse for those life jacket issues, then. That, yeah. Interesting. And that's why cruises today are always, they always do, like, a safety check in, like, where you're supposed to go just in case there is something that happens. So that's good. Well, they learned from one cruise ship. Well, anyway, so I agree. These look very similar. Very similar. But this isn't the only thing that theorists point to, as that would just kind of be silly that simply that's the only reason why this theory could have happened. In more recent years, there has been new evidence brought to light by a known journalist and Titanic historian, Sanam Milani, stating the story we are told is not entirely true. Okay. In his documentary, Titanic, The New Evidence, Maloney argues that while the collision of the iceberg definitely played a huge role in the sinking, it was a smoldering coal fire which burned for days before the ship even set sail. That turned what would have otherwise have been a survivable collision fatal. There were pictures discovered in an attic in southern England that backed this up. The picture was taken only a few days before leaving the shipyard in Belfast. In these photos, it reveals that there is a dark 30-foot-long mark on the hull's front on the right side, near where the iceberg collided with the ship. Now, you can see that in the last picture that I sent you. There is a dark Mm -hmm. marking that runs along the bottom area. It's, like, to the left. Is it, like, kind of the middle here, the black line? Yes. Okay, I think I see it. And this isn't necessarily fully new information. There was a meeting held quite close to when the Titanic sank. Fire marshals were pressing some of the engineers about this fire that had been going on for days in the furnace. They had days on days where they were putting coal on this fire to put it out. And engineers at the Imperial College of London determined that that mark was most likely caused by a fire in the ship's coal bunkers. A fire that began in Belfast and was still raging when the ship set sail for Southampton. Now, this proves a few things here. Either that this was the Titanic and it was not ready for set, it was not ready to set sail, but engineers ignored the problem for whatever reason, or this is the Olympic and it was ignored because the company wanted to sink it. So maybe it was intentional that they did that. Mm -hmm. Since the Olympic was damaged while sailing from Southampton, England to New York in September 1911, it was returned to the Holland and Wolf shipyard in Belfast for repairs, allegedly the same yard that the Titanic was in. And then after its repairs, 
uh, the Olympics set sail for New York and came back, and then it was brought back to Belfast for more repairs on March 1912, a few weeks before Titanic was set to sail in April. How easy could it have been to just send out Olympic instead for the voyage? They're both right there. Possibly. Of course, a lot of people had to be in on this, but maybe they were promised with a a piece of the cut. I don't know. Like who? I feel like we're hinting towards something here. Uh, that wasn't me necessarily hinting, but I'm in my own process of thinking it couldn't have been simply the company. There had to be other playing strings mm-hmm. for this to happen. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Okay. I'm definitely interested. I don't know how much I believe it, but... Another point I want to bring up is that some of the survivors' stories don't necessarily match what we've been told in history. In particular, a man named Vakanak Bayrade, an Armenian publicist and one of the brightest representatives among the very educated people of Constantinople at the time, him and other survivors claim that there were about two to four explosions on the Titanic. Byrate was in a cabin with other people and they were awoken by explosion. None of the crew members wanted to say anything, but it was clear that the the Titanic was going underwater. During his escape, he says he never saw an iceberg. Um, could it be that due to the shock that was going on, he just didn't see it? Possible. There was a couple of survivors that said that there was no iceberg, so who knows? Could it be possible that they also just did not see the iceberg? It's always possible. I mean, when you don't have a well-documented incident or tragedy that happened, I mean, even when we do have well-documented tragedies there is a lot of mystery and um not everybody is going to have the same story Mm -hmm. either they were mistaken lying you know could be fake people who knows i'm just telling you what i found okay well i believe it (laughs) it seems at the time engineers didn't understand the dangers that electricity had because they continued to leave the lights on all the time, and it converted the seawater into an explosive hydrogen gas. Oh, neat. Yeah. An author named (laughs) John Wickman concluded in his book, Titanic, The Hidden Evidence, that they made a mistake. They kept the lights on, which caused the explosion. Now, remember, Olympic had electrical problems as well. Wickman doesn't make this argument He doesn't even touch upon the conspiracy, but he believes that the first explosion happened around 1.20 a.m. And then another explosion split the ship in half that when it tipped over, at first it was thought to just be the pressure from the boat being essentially vertical. I thought that that would kind of break it, but it would make sense to have some sort of explosion, especially since it broke right where those bunkers are. Right. And then this this matches up with Maloney and what he was saying earlier about it not necessarily being due to the iceberg. I don't know how much it matters that the iceberg was there or not. Some believing it wasn't an iceberg, but rather it was a strip of Arctic packed ice. But it just seems pretty clear that it was internal damage in the vessel that caused 
the ship to sink. Mm-hmm. It should never set sail, conspiracy or not. And I think the reason why people believe this conspiracy more is that since Olympic had received massive damage at its maiden sail, it doesn't make sense how it had a long lifespan after that of 24 years, eventually retiring, going to a uh, junkyard and being sold for scraps and destroyed. It it served in mm-hmm. World War One where it had different damages from battling a U-boat, a German U-boat. It had a couple of other voyages where it sustained other damage, but it made it 24 years. Mm -hmm. I guess it it just doesn't necessarily make sense considering that it had massive damages from the beginning and had a lot of electrical problems. I don't know. There was an article that talked about how as much as the Titanic was unlucky – the Olympic was lucky, but who knows? Maybe it's because it's actually the Titanic and I don't know. And it just did its thing. And then they were able to get more money from the parts because it was better mm. built. Possibly. Now, of course, we have to talk about the argument against this theory. I don't think it's right not to talk about it, you know? Yeah, of course. You gotta play devil's advocate here. Where I completely destroy any argument that I have. <laughs> True. Usually I'm the one who comes up with the arguments, but I don't think I know enough background about this to pose too many arguments, so I'm interested in hearing your own arguments towards your own research. You know, um, when Patrick Starr is beating the crap out of himself? I sure do. <laughs> I feel like sometimes that's what I'm doing to my own arguments. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, no, I logic, mean, stop it! Any good conspiracy theorist does do that so the first reason people point to this not being real is the fact that the plan was for everyone to evacuate the ship and there was a total of only 20 actually it wasn't 30 it was 20 lifeboats aboard the titanic designed to accommodate 1200 passengers and i i think we it's we talked about this already um if it was the conspiracy i think that it was just they were dumb what Either way, whether or not it's a conspiracy or not, they were dumb. I mean, yes, I agree. I I definitely agree. And even if they did it on purpose, you could have planned that so much better. The next one is the Titanic's construction number was 401 and the Olympic is 400. When the wreckage belonging to the ship was pulled up from the water, its property was labeled 401. But I'm just saying, is it really that hard to switch it to 401 from 400? Possibly. Depending on what it was, if it was paint that's just easily painted over, if it was something that was like etched in, I'm sure there was some way that the company could figure out how to change it. Personally, I don't think that's enough proof on its own. So still possible. Okay. But I do get stuck on this next fact, the Olympic and like the Titanic, was fitted originally with the same 14 porthole arrangement on the port side of the ship. But there was two additional portholes that were fitted later, and that was in March 1912. So technically, Olympic had more portholes than Titanic. Is that something that could have been easily overlooked? Yes. I don't know. Okay, we don't know. You think so? Maybe. 
Possibly. And also the interior wasn't exactly the same. Titanic had a unique cafe in a large restaurant area while Olympic didn't. Okay. That's important. Are you still with me? Yeah, I'm still with you. And the biggest claim of this being bogus is Titanic cost $7.5 million and was only insured for $5 million. So were there a conspiracy, one would expect that the insurance policy would have been changed to cover the entire value of the ship. As it was, White Star could only expect to recoup two-thirds of the ship's value. Now, Titanic was insured for less than the value of the Olympic. So why would White Star Line sink the Olympic masked as Titanic if the insurance money would have not covered Olympic? I don't know if that would have seemed too sketchy if they all of a sudden changed it to the five point. I mean, the uh, $7.5 million. At this point, I'm thinking if if that ship was on its way out anyway, weren't they just happy to get $5 million back? Yeah, that's what, that was going to be my argument against that. I mean, I don't know. Might as well get something than nothing. Yeah, exactly. But I do find... I think that the, the true destroyer of this argument would be how... How could you mistaken a cafe? You know, I think that's that's what might kill this argument. I don't know. I don't know. Me neither. That's a, that's a big argument. Now listen, this conspiracy isn't perfect. It's, it, it isn't perfect, but I do think it's good. This isn't the only conspiracy surrounding the sinking of the Ooh. Titanic. I'm not going to really talk about the other ones, but... I want to hear some other ones. So there's one where millionaire banker uh, J.P. Morgan planned the Titanic disaster to kill off rival millionaires. Oh, okay. Including Jacob Astor and Benjamin Gluttonham. Benjamin Buttonham. They actually did all perish on board. And I I believe J.P. Morgan was a big investor in the ship. Yeah, he was a big investor, and it was surrounded by the fact that Morgan had originally planned to sail on the Titanic, but changed his mind shortly before it took off. I don't think that this holds much more weight than the non-sinking of the Titanic, because what this is saying right here is that this man killed 1,500 people simply because he wanted, like, three men dead. Hey, billionaires will do fucking anything. Billionaires do not care about people. That's some petty-ass bullshit. Other conspiracy that I didn't talk about or go into detail about is the mummy curse that doomed the uh, the Titanic. Oh, God, that sounds like a good one. Um, There was a man named William Stead, and he was a British editor who was subscribed to the early 20th century spiritualism and had spent many years and claimed that a mummy was causing mysterious destruction in London. And there was other myths with like Egyptian curses, Native American burial grounds, and this kind of like plays off of that as well. Mm -hmm. He was on the Titanic and continuously talked about this curse to other passengers. And after the ship sank, a survivor even talked about that story 
And that's pretty, that's essentially what it is. It's not like there was a mummy on the ship. It was just simply maybe they found a mummy recently during that time. Mm. And um, it caused some bad shit. I mean, that's always kind of been a thing, right? Bad voodoo. Yeah. Well, I mean, they used to think that that mummies were cursing people when people would die after going through tombs, but it was usually likely due to disease. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still wouldn't walk through a tomb personally, but... Neither would I. I don't know. We talk about it again and again. When there is mystery, there is conspiracy. True. So there are many questions, and it's hard to believe that this was simply due to accident and mistakes, and most likely probably is due to some stupid mistakes. I don't know. People back then, I'm sorry, y'all, you were kind of fucking stupid. Uh, we're still kind of fucking stupid today. Oh, absolutely. But um, in terms of safety, like no airbags and cars... Uh, they used to have this thing where to, because vitamin D is very important, where they installed a cage into a window that could be like in an apartment that had 60 floors and you put in the cage a baby. Oh, that's safe. Yeah, that was like a thing in the 40s. I might misspoke. It might be earlier than that. Maybe the 20s, but... Innovation. It was at some point in time. Don't have time to take your kid for a walk. Put him in a cage right outside your 60th floor apartment building. Boom. Some sun. Yeah. So we weren't that smart. Most likely it could be. Uh, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Um, Honestly, it seems kind of realistic. I buy it. On a bullshit scale... One being the least amount of bullshit, five being the most amount of bullshit. What would you what would you throw this on there? I mean, just in comparison from some of the wackiest shit that you have presented to me on this show, I'm going to give it a one. I mean, I don't think it's really? that wacky. Yeah, I don't think it's that wacky. I I mean, okay, I can see it. I think that's fair. I think that's a good rating. I just will never get over that. 20 fucking lifeboats for 2,500 people? No. I can definitely see them, like, planning all of this so that they get the policy, but, like, still fuck it up in the At the end. same time, not really giving a shit? Yeah, like, still not doing really a good job. <laughs> Do they care that much? They wanted to maximize how much money they made. Guess what? You fucked yourself over. Oh, you did, and now you're paying out millions. Millions. Because you suck. Millions. Either way, conspiracy or not, they fucked up hardcore. People have a right to be very pissed off about it. Whether or not it was conspiracy, they knew there was a fire. It was not ready for sale. And they didn't have the proper lifeboats for it. This is just all around dumb and, uh, fuck you, white star line i don't know how you guys are today if you're still a company today um but you done fucked up i'm gonna be honest if i had the money back then to go on the titanic thinking that it was this huge cool thing i i wouldn't do it i wouldn't do it because it, like that shit's new yeah. i'm i'm paranoid as we've learned from the planes thing but 
I feel like that's just common sense. I wouldn't feel comfortable doing it. I don't know if I would have. I don't know. Because I like cruises now. I do have to put myself in the mindset where this was a very new thing and it's not. I mean, of course, cruising today isn't 100% safe. Any Everything in the world isn't 100% safe. But it's new. It's, it's a lot better today. But it's all. it was all new. But if it was new, if it was all new, probably not. And then after hearing the tragedy, I'd be like, no, no, never. I'm never getting on a boat. Mm-mm. That's not true. I will. But I used to take Eventually. ferries back and forth from New York to Massachusetts. You took some ferries. Take a ferry to Staten Island. All right. Well, I give it a one. Well, this is the episode. I think it was believable. What do you guys think? I think it's pretty believable. It was ridiculous. Well, it's fairly believable, I think. Um, we're going to end off this episode. <laughs> I'm tired as shit. We're going to end off this episode. And it was ridiculous. <laughs> you sound like an old guy. Gra- we're going to get Grandma Bree to bed. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you're not already, please follow us on Instagram at Pod. It would mean the world to us. If you can, also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because we are on there. And um, that's that's everything, right? That's that's all I had to say. Yeah, I think that's that sums just about everything up. And thank you guys for listening. And we love you. We love you. See you next time. Bye. On the conspiracy series. Do-do-do. do 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 do